This is the Design Intent 2021, our first podcast of the year. 2020 ended quite surprisingly, especially for me, which prevented us from um, getting together basically through the entire month of December because I nearly died. Uh, But I'm back and I feel a lot better. And he's stronger than ever. (laughs) And more handsome. I did not get any better looks in the hospital. (laughs) Did not. So, Dan, tell us, is there anyone that's supporting or helping us with this podcast? Is there anybody that's supporting or helping us? The sponsor. Oh, the sponsor. (laughs) Oh, yeah, shoot. Yes, of course. Uh, Today's episode is sponsored by Urbanist Cycling. Is that where you get all your cycling needs for that, that's cycling where, underwear? Uh, for cycling underwear. That's the only place to go. I don't know why okay. you'd go anywhere else. And you've got a few cool t-shirts and stuff too, right? You've got a few little things here and there, sure. Okay. Yeah. Some good swag. Actually, we have a couple new styles uh, launching here in a month or two, hopefully. Oh, cool. Um, t-shirts or shorts? No, no, just the shorts. Okay. And new packaging. And some new packaging. Actually, that's we we, we thought that we wanted to... Go a little bit more of a s- sustainable route in the packaging. Right. Um, especially given that most of our sales have turned uh, online. We, you had, we had some retail sales, but most of it is online where retail packaging isn't really needed. Um, the product, though, all, did need to be packaged in something. So, right. um, so we've come up with some ideas of a little reusable pouch bag kind of a thing that we can ship it in that hopefully people can use it for other things oh, fun. so like yeah putting their cell phone in while they ride yeah so that kind of yeah. thing so um and at the same time it actually will allow us to either reduce the size of the shipping boxes or not use a box altogether and ship it in something else so oh. like a recyclable cardboard pouch or something oh that's great that's yeah. nice well, one of the things we wanted to talk about was was the um how we as designers have been trying to collaborate uh, with this sort of virtual world. Right. Which in the past, we've always had some virtual collaboration just in general, but you've had the opportunity to travel, do face-to-face meetings, have um, you know whiteboard sessions where everybody's in a room together in the past since last March. Right. We haven't been able to do that at all. Yeah. So for for us, or Aaron and I, our experience has been a little bit different than probably ninety nine percent of of you know the design workforce, right? Because we're such a small company that it's relatively safe for us to come and do our work here together, right? Um, well, you guys kind of live. Well, Aaron, you live alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I so do. so you're alone, and you've got like what two kids at the house? I've got one. One at kid home at the house. still. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are like. Yeah. I mean, it's like a father and son outfit between the two. <laughs> Basically, it's like family. Actually, Aaron is dating somebody that was in the, my, the graduating class of my daughter. So. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. And I'm, I'm, 
I guess I, I am at the age where I, I could have been your uh, no, son. Really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so, so our experience is a little bit different, I think, than most people, right. right? Where we haven't really changed a whole lot. You know, a lot of our customers, um, or some of them, aren't in town. They're in other places. Right. And so we typically work remotely with them anyways. Right. Um, so I think for you though, your work experience has probably changed, you know, dramatically. So oh, yeah. so I think and and one of the things that kind of got me thinking about this was, you know, some uh, uh, a person that I'm in a relationship with is in the UX field and right. is a hiring manager. Right. And in some discussions about, you know, their requirements versus, you know, local and remote and and that that's fairly different than traditional industrial design. So I thought it would be interesting to see uh, if the current experience like that you have with regards to industrial design, like is that going to extend beyond, you know, post-COVID stuff? Is it going to change a little bit? Not at all in terms of, you know, remote working and and how, you know, I guess what what are some thoughts in terms of, you know, what what we think the future holds for that kind of thing? In industrial design specifically. Yeah. So I'll tell you my experience and then I'll give you some inputs from just some of the research that we're seeing because we're, you know, we're a tech company and we're, right. and we're kind of seeing how people are reacting or how they've reacted. Um, my entire team has requested when the studio opens to come back into the office. Mm. Um, what we all want to do, with the exception of one person, and he's been remote always anyway okay um he lives outside of taipei city and he reports back to a group here obviously in austin so him being in the taipei studio wasn't really beneficial to him in regards to just his workflow Mm. um and then he's working already with the uh, odm so he's already sort of traveling around and moving around um Mm -hmm. the, the only thing that's changed for him is that they're uh, they're they're having less face to face meetings than they had in the past, mm-hmm. um, but my entire team all wants to go back into the office, with the exception of having that flexible one mm-hmm. or two days a week where you work from home, which I think most people probably want to do. I think the hybrid kind of work is is going to be the the normal um, or the norm. For us, it's been super difficult to try to collaborate. So what, I guess, what um, what specifically is it that's the difficult part that would, you know, make it less efficient? Well, so for one thing, sharing drawings, sort of impromptu meetings where you're doing like ideation sessions mm-hmm. and, you're, and you're like feeding off of each other's ideas where you're pinning up drawings and that sort of thing or drawing on mm-hmm. whiteboards, that's gone right so that kind of interactive work is we haven't had and so that makes it very difficult to kind of iterate on ideas and kind of keep moving Mm -hmm. on ideas the second thing is is when you make models and um i have one person that needs to see it or let's say the lead designer lives in lakeway which is 20 or so miles away from my house Mm -hmm. my boss is another 15 miles away from me which is also 15 miles away from that person and then we all need to see the model. We want to we want to take a look at it, check it out. But it, it takes days because of currying, or we have to go and say we might meet at um, 
a local restaurant where they have outdoor seating and we sit out there and do a model mm. review. So it requires us to take time out to drive somewhere and make a meeting or we have to have someone curry the models around. Okay. And it just makes it, it just makes it a lot more difficult. It, it, it's harder when you have design reviews and you have some people on zoom and the other people in the room. Well, that's hard when you do it that way. Yeah. And yeah. so you, you're, it's just, or, or what happens is that two or three people meet and they have a meeting and they talk about whatever it is they're going to talk about. And then everybody just finds out afterwards right. instead of the five or six or eight sure. people that wanted or needed to be in the room to hear and take the notes and, you know, follow up and do all yeah. the, the things that you would normally do after a design review. I, I find it very difficult. I, I've seen where people have said, oh, it's great and I'm working better than ever and, you know, it, I'm so happy kind of stuff. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not happy about it at all. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's challenging, you know, I mean, everything that we do is challenging. Um, but I'm not, I don't find it a better way to work. Okay. Is, um, do you feel like, um, uh depending on where you're at in your career, let's say if you're, you're in a management position, if you were sort of an individual contributor uh, on sort of more on the board's designer, do you feel like your experience would be a little bit different? I guess maybe you can, how is the experience different between those two roles? Maybe. I, I so what I'm seeing some of the guys that work for me, what I'm noticing for them and that they like, which is why they want to do the remote work. Mm -hmm. Um, temporarily or do it you know part-time one or two days a week is that they get uninterrupted time to actually spend okay. and do CAD right so you can just sit there and do CAD without anybody coming in and bothering sure. you saying hey come take a look at this I'm not bugging them I'm not over their shoulders and so I think in that regard it's a positive it's okay. a net gain because you have uninterrupted time to right. do CAD and as you know um, you need that you need you need the two or three hours or sometimes a whole day to like sit down and go through the whole CAD process because you're sometimes it's hard to stop at a point that may not be a good stopping point right. because it takes you another 30 or 40 minutes to kind of spin your brain back sure, up to that getting point, in the right? flow kind of thing. Yeah. So I think, I think in that regard, the, the, the team is doing well. I think the, um, what I'm noticing is, is in what I'm reading and hearing is that the younger individuals, people who haven't been working for a while, that don't really have uh, any, any sort of relationship with any of the people in the mm -hmm. office, that don't understand the culture, um, are struggling. And I think those are the ones that are wanting to come back even more so okay. than, than the, you know, the 45 to 50 sure. year old that's kind of been around a while and kind of understands like, okay, I know what I got to do in order to get my job okay. done kind of thing. Huh? Interesting. So people are missing on the, if you're new to the corporate or a company culture, yeah, they may not know what they're supposed to be doing some right. of the time perhaps. Right. Okay. I mean, what do you think, Aaron? You're new. I mean, if you guys, let's just say Dan shut the office down and said, you got to work from the house. Um, well, I feel like, uh, he almost had to do that when we thought he had COVID yeah. one time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. Feel like communicating would have, like, I would have to be, uh, we would have to be like 
in communication very often you know like to show him mm -hmm. you know like okay look here this is what's what's going on so i don't know it it might be aaron gets too lonely yeah <laughs> well i mean you guys work you sit 15 yeah, yeah, feet yeah. apart from each other and and you're you know, no, even then can't. sometimes, like, I'll say, hey, Aaron, let's take a look at doing this. And then Aaron will start working on something, and and we'll, we'll still even miscommunicate, right? Right, yeah. right. So I think that's even exacerbated further if without being in person. Yeah. You'll probably have that kind of stuff, and maybe you've had that. A little bit. More often. I, yeah, I feel like bit. we were we would spend a lot of time, like, having to call an email and just more time know, on send. logistics yeah because you know like right now i could just be he daniel could just be like okay let me show you and then i come over he makes a little sketch whereas it would have to be more of a a whole deal to do something like that, i'd have to probably learn how to draw better and, so. and then you gotta <laughs> scan it in or if you have a yeah, uh, yeah, an yeah. ipad yeah, uh, yeah. ipad pro yeah, yeah uh normally i can sort of not be a little bit more loose and maybe sloppy in a, in a sketch because I know I want to explain it right. versus trying right. to assume that they can understand what I'm trying to draw. Yeah, yeah. So and it might be uh, it might be uh, just of more of a design related or design field related problem because I do have a lot of friends that are working remotely from like other countries. And they're they're really enjoying it, you know. They're like I have a friend that's working from Colombia. Okay, just, he's saving. Like he used to work in. He used to live in Denver, and he's he was paying like two thousand dollars a month. Whereas in Colombia, he has like this badass place, and he's paying like five hundred dollars a month. So he's right. making the same salary, but yeah, a lot exactly, less right? Yeah, and he's got the flexibility. He's like, okay, where am I going to go next? Is, but this like, is not not in design. No, not okay. design related. Okay. So. Yeah, it's, t you know, as you guys know, when you're collaborating, you're trying to share designs and go back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's really hard, I think, when you're when you're remote. Um, that, that's what I'm finding that the, the challenge is, is getting getting the right people in, together or getting the right people to review what you need to review. And then you still have the same kind of timelines and the, with the timelines not sort of opening up, hmm. it, 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 it exacerbates the fact that everybody's not together and they're not looking at the same thing. Mm -hmm. Even when you, even when you've seen something, you can say, Oh, well, when I, at the foot, I can, you might make, make a comment about the, say the foot on the mm -hmm. notebook or the, the detail around the, um, the USB connector. Everyone's seen the model, but you're explaining something and they're going, well, I, I don't have the model in front of me now to take so a look at no it. Idea right? what you're talking yeah. About. They may not, they may not have caught that. They may not have caught that there was a, a scratch, on the back of the yeah. on the on the back of the display cover. So in those instances where the schedule isn't changing and it's not accommodating sort of this new way of working, what's the end result? Is the product suffering or are the people suffering because they have to then do things multiple times or work? Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't. I think for us the products haven't suffered. I think the process has has gotten. Um, compromised. Okay. And so 
I think it's easier for mistakes to get through the door. Right. And so we're trying to mitigate those. So any, any then it could be more costly to Dell yeah. on the development side because you're having to do things more than once. Yeah. Or... yeah. And when I say mistakes, I mean like not aligned on details, you know, trying to get everybody aligned sure. on, on specific details and looking at things. And, and we're doing a good job at, at, at following it. So a lot of it happens in the... Um, like just reviewing renderings, uh-huh. but it's not the same as reviewing models. Right. The models are always better. Uh, that That's really the challenge. It, it's getting everyone on that same page and, and, and um, agreeing and understanding what, what we're looking at. That's what I'm finding the challenge okay. to be. And, and just having that human connection too. I think that's, that's the thing that like, you know, this whole work from home and the COVID, I think it's made people go nuts and crazy over the last nine months is that everyone is separated. They're all being told to stay away, can't get close to each other, no gatherings. Uh, and that's not typical human behavior. No, so it's not natural. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think it, it making us more antisocial is not a good, good thing. Yeah, yeah. So the person I had mentioned before, who was a UX manager, she um, her her she seems um, she had explained that everything in terms of the UX field of design uh, is pretty normal to work remotely, and some of her people that work for her just live in other places. But she said there's definitely in terms of like the local office, there's a lot of people who are suffering, and I think you probably are. Right. For, where they kind of miss that sort of human interaction. Yeah. Where, you know, you're at home with your eight-year-old or whatever it may be, right? It's not yeah. quite the same. So. Yeah. No, you got, I, I, I think it's super important, especially, I mean, not just for designers, that we're not more special than anybody else. Right. But I think having that human interaction and having that human collaboration face-to-face is super important it's really important for the relationships and the culture that you're building Mm -hmm. with any organization that you're in um i mean you could imagine you know you having your company and you having half a dozen employees and they're all remote like how do you establish that kind of camaraderie and culture and that we're that we're that it's a team sport not an individual sport right and trying to Establish that we are all here to try to do things together as a team. And it's not like his idea is better than my idea. It's just let's all work together. Sure. Is there any, um, I guess, in, as it relates specifically to design, I'm just trying to think, okay, what are, the, what are the positive things we can learn or continue with, you know, whether it be streamlined processes or something, you know, so let's say post-COVID, is there anything that you think designers can do differently that we would have learned from this that we can carry forward and think, hey, this was a good thing that we learned out of this? I think the positive thing is that um, you don't have to be looking over people's shoulders to ensure that they're doing the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I know with my staff, like everybody's doing an awesome job and everybody's getting everything done that needs to get done. And, and there's no sort of like slacking off. Um, you know, other than me having a heart attack and having to drop out for the entire month of December, slacker, just, you know, deciding to (laughs) take the whole month off, take a sabbatical. Um, 
so everybody does that. I think the the second thing is is that there's no and 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 I think we've always known this, but nine it's not it doesn't have to be a nine to five job. Okay. Like you don't you, like you can wake up and work from five to ten. Uh, especially people who have kids and they're dealing with small kids, right? Mm-hmm. Kids that can't necessarily maintain themselves. So you're you're seeing people who are, um, you know, working a little bit in the morning, working a little bit in the afternoon, and maybe working a little bit at night after after they go to bed. So so there's that, and so there's a lot of flexibility. And my attitude has always been, as long as everybody's doing the work, like I don't care what time you do it. I mean, right. it doesn't have to be. I mean, even when the office was open, it didn't. That wasn't it wasn't necessarily important that everyone was there only if like, Hey, we've got meetings sure. that we need to get together. Then let's get together. Um, I, I think, I think that's the important thing. And then, and then the third one is, is that when the offices open up that allowing that flexibility to work from home, right. I think keeps people's sanity together, you know, allowing someone, Hey, I want uninterrupted time to work, and I'm going to do it at home. Totally okay with that. You know, you got deadlines and you've got mm-hmm. things where you've got like specific tasks. that's going to take you hours and hours to do. I think that's all really good. And I don't think you have to be in an office, you okay. know, badge in and, and, and do all that work. Do you, um, do you foresee any changes um, in, let's say the Dell studio, like the actual proximity and, and the layout? Is there going to be, uh, I haven't been there for a while, so I don't know. Maybe you have like a flex work area or. Yeah. Okay. The The people who said that they're um, definitely want to work from home yeah. full time, they don't have any more space. Really? So okay. they don't they don't get assigned a desk. Okay. Uh, only the people who want to come back permanently or come back and do the flexible work ah. where it's like one day or two days a week. I'm yeah. Work from home. They get a space. So, so the in the studio now they've already kind of gone through like, hey, do you want to work from home permanently? Kind they've of. They've asked everybody what they want to do and oh. how they want to. And do some it. have elected to say, I'm going to work remotely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody on my team yeah. has has said that, but I know that there are people who who are doing that. And I think like, you know, um, you know, like the UX folks, it's a lot easier to share UX and UX. Uh, wireframes, obviously, because it's all digital. It's not you're not dimensional. Yeah, you're not waiting on a model builder to ship something, right. and then you have to schlep it across town yeah. to show it to another person. Everybody can just look at it digitally, which is the way they're going to look at it sure. anyway, even if they were in the office. So I think there's some advantages from that sort of medium yeah. versus like the, the the hardware medium where we're having to actually make models. Um, I, I, it, yeah, and we'll and we'll have the hotel cubes for people. Like I know that a lot of the product planners and some of the engineers. You know, everybody has a different preference of what they want to do if they're going to work from home. Mm-hmm. I think I think we even have one person who is going to move into another state and work uh, remote from that that way. On the on the ID team, and, uh, yeah, in in the ID team, um, uh, but not in, in on my team. Got it. Okay. But but they'll they'll be um, you know moving to another location. So that they can be closer to family because they've got little kids, yeah. which I get, and and then they'll just you know travel in as needed um, a couple times a to, month to or do something. that. Yeah, whatever. And I think you know for I've known people to do that before, and usually it's on their own dime. You know, they I have see. to. It's not the company's not going to pay you to come to town every month okay. just for a, a meeting. Right. Uh, it'll be it'll be your own thing. I've known people that have lived 
in other locations and you'd see them more in the office, but they were paying their own way you know, to come in and, okay. and spend time at work because there's that FaceTime that I think is really important. Sure. And I don't know how you get that when you're remote. I guess it all depends on, on the culture. I, I I'm struggling to understand, like if I hired somebody remotely and I have them working for me, how do we, like, how does it all work? Like, you know, I mean, obviously they're doing work and we talk and we, there's assignments and right. the, things get done and they're meeting with people. Um, but that sort of that touch, that human touch of, of like really understanding right. who that person is. Cause you, you're not going to get it just from a one hour right. yeah. zoom meeting. Well, and those, and those meetings, uh, and I've been in them are tough where you have some people that are, physically at the meeting and then some who are a face on a screen, right? right? And it's tough because the people that are in the meeting, they don't want to have to dumb down maybe their communication style based on right. here's a face on a screen. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got like, I've been in meetings where everybody is on, um, the camera's off, right? Everybody. Right. <laughs> and then you've got some where, half the people's cameras are on. And then, I mean, there's some people who I've never seen ever on camera the entire nine months uh, that we've been, and that's fine. I mean, that's just the way, you know, that's what they want to do. Right. I mean, you know, they, maybe they've got a messy house and, you know, a bunch of kids running around in the background. I I don't know. Um, I like, I, I put on the screen if I'm, either in my boss's meeting, like his staff meeting, or if it's my staff meeting, I I put the screen on only because I don't, I don't want to, I mean, I just think it would be really crappy if I'm the manager and I've got my, my camera off. Sometimes I'll turn it off. Like if some, like sometimes like if my wife is walking in or my daughter is coming in to ask me a question, I might turn it off quickly so that it's not, you know, they're not on screen, you know? Huh? I think uh, what you were saying about the flexible work schedule is going to, um, well, I think it's really good for, you know, like people that have small kids or maybe they have like medical problems Mm -hmm. that they might feel more comfortable being at home. Um, So I can see that becoming a kind of major trend. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, for sure. I mean, you, well, plus you, you're at home, let's say you've got like the cable guys coming by or whoever, right? You people who are coming by to do stuff at your house, it just makes it super easy. If you tell your boss like, Hey man, I'm going to work from home today. I've got a contractor coming by. I've got the telephone people are here or whatever uh, telephone. Nobody has telephones anymore, but you know, the cable, the, the, the internet provider, probably, telegraph guys. Yeah. The, someone's coming to install your fax machine. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I mean, and I've had to do that lots of times and, and it's great when you're, company allows that and and i think this is giving other i think a lot of companies were a little bit timid about mm-hmm. this i know just from kind of talking and probably some of the stuff that you've read you'll see that they were a little bit timid but actually things didn't go totally sideways in regards to the work yeah either the work quality or the work effort as as they thought it would yeah you know well, I did I did a little cursory research since I knew we were going to talk about this. So I went on to LinkedIn and uh, and was looking at okay, d- design jobs that are remote, right? And um, 
Well, one problem we have is, you know, every, every design job that comes up is UX design, but that's one, that's a different problem. (laughs) But when you kind of can narrow it to, you know, industrial design and remote, there's none. So I think it's kind of interesting that it's still something that people, um, and as you kind of pointed out, there's still some critical things that are hard to get around in industrial design. Yeah. I think it's hard to do 3D work. I mean, you you remember, and you and you still do this now. Just like trying to trying to solve problems with overseas suppliers, and when you finally get on a plane and you finally get there, you think about how much work you can get done in two weeks versus what it takes to do and what what you get done in two months on phone communication right. and email. It takes longer. You got a lot of. Um, uh, lost in translation yeah, moments, yeah. which is just about every other sentence. Right. Um, you get, I mean, you, it's just when you're face to face and you can go on a whiteboard and draw something, we've talked about this, you know, you can explain something with a sketch much easier on the fly than you can when you're like on the phone and you're trying to go through a PowerPoint mm-hmm. deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 to me, that's that's been the that's a huge struggle. Um, fortunately for us, you know, we have, I have staff in Taipei, and the um, companies are open; they're not locked down oh, like we okay. are here because they've got virtually zero cases in yeah. Taiwan. So um, they're able to, with whatever protocols they have, they're yeah. able to go and have some of these face-to-face meetings. So they're able to get that get some of that work done but that's only two out of the nine that i have working for me that i have on my staff um so the people the so you have okay well this is an interesting example of kind of permanent remote but maybe not so much so you the guys you have in taiwan working for you mm-hmm. that's technically remote they're remote from, you, to, from me you. but they're in the studio well but, one guy's permanently in the studio and the other guy's permanently remote he has no space in okay the studio. so the so a couple of those guys they do show up at an office where they do have co-workers that they right even though you know they dot line somewhere else whatever right but, um okay i know i know the one the one um the one fellow who works for me <coughs> who wanted to go back in the office as soon as it opened. And I think for him, from what I could tell, is that he just wanted to be around other people. Okay. Like he just wanted to have the camaraderie of like having somebody to go to lunch with, sure. people to talk to, and just um, uh, you know, human interaction versus yeah. um, being at home. Sure. Uh, and I think he, he's, he's bought a new house, and I, I think he moves into it either this week or next week, which is good for him. But he's was living at home with his parents. Oh. And so okay. I think he, he's just like just I wanna tough. you know yeah. you can imagine like some of these apartments are kinda small. These guys are living in he's living with his mom and dad. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. waiting for an, his apartment that he he paid for and he was doing some uh, construction work on it and he just wanted to get out. Like I couldn't imagine like if I had to be at home with my parents yeah, yeah. and try to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't even watch a TV show without them driving me absolutely <laughs> nuts. Because my mother would be asking, like, what's going on? What happened? What are they talking about? Yeah, and my yeah. dad would turn the TV up really loud. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't blame mm. I can't blame those guys for um, wanting to get the hell out of the house. Yeah. 
So um, we have some experience with one of our, you know, in, tr- in terms of like uh, the obstacles to remote industrial design work. I mean, obviously the social one, I think, is a big one. Mm-hmm. And it's one that we probably have in common with basically everything out yeah. and every, every job out there, right? Yeah. And uh, we have one customer who is dabbling in some of the um, virtual reality 3D reviews. Mm-hmm which we've participated in, and it does actually help somewhat. There are, um, you know, so we were able to, I don't know, enter this virtual world. So they had the 3D model. Um, and uh, actually, no, I take this back. We were looking at the 3D model virtually from our screen here. So it was a little, it was good, but not great. But um We've actually been to their studio where they have a whole setup, right, with the with the uh, VR VR stuff. Do they make videos? Uh, do they do offer those services, or what do they? I do? Do, I haven't. I, I'm sure you could record it, right? The but some of the things like you were able to um, get into a vehicle and open a door and some right, things like right, that, right? Where I think you know some of those things may like are. Their attempts at trying to address this three-dimensional aspect with remote working that you don't get. Yeah. So, but I don't think it's very commonplace. Like, I'm assuming Dell doesn't have a VR studio where you no. can review. That would be handy. Thing. It would be helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah. we should. Maybe we should have one. I think. I think with Keyshot has a. I think that's what they use. Is oh, there's yeah? a Keyshot. Um, plug-in that yeah. basically lets you look at stuff yeah I think it would be helpful I, I think the you know the biggest the biggest fear that I see with the way we do things and even if we had VR the person who's reviewing would probably still want to review the model depending on where they're located yeah I think our biggest fear is that we kind of go through a phase and everybody is more or less kind of agreed and aligned to something and then a week later, somebody um, reviews the model or they actually get the model or they see it again for a second time. And then they're like, I don't know, you know, because, Mm -hmm. because you really need multiple days with the model to like fully grasp. Sure. Mull over it. It's it's full impact, like how good or bad it is and where the faults are of the model. Just from a design perspective, I know for me, you know, when I'm reviewing something you review it and you've got it for the first 30 minutes and then I like to put it down, look at it again the next day right. or hand it to somebody else and ask them like, well, what do you see? What, what, what do you, what do you notice? And then start having a conversation about, well, you know, maybe the proportions, I don't really like that corner detail. Did you think about this? You know, that kind of stuff. What I fear is that we miss mm-hmm. and, that, and that when we finally have that, or you get to that level of um, clarity of the design review, mm-hmm it's already maybe a little too late. And then you've okay. got your core teams kind of freaking out because you're like, hey, we want to change a couple of things. Yeah. And, and they're wondering why the hell you didn't um, sort that out sure. two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I guess that would be a difficult thing to get virtually, right? Is that yeah. level of detail. Well, you can't touch it. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's... Um, is, I'm just trying to think, okay, are there other ways around? There's probably not 100% solution to it yeah, right yeah 
but are there ways to tackle some of these things? And maybe you guys have tried like, okay, so, so if you have a, a notebook that you have to have a model review of, do you make three notebooks of the same exact thing and send it to three different people? Well, obviously that's cost costly yeah, to that, do that. But. That's the biggest. Our biggest problem is the cost. Yeah. In, you know, eight to ten thousand dollars a model times however times many times three yeah. or four. That's a lot of money, and our budgets have been reduced a little bit. So um, we're trying to design with with a little bit less budget. Sure, so the models don't flow as much as they uh, have in the past. Okay. All right. So it makes yeah. it, it makes it, it's a challenge. It is, it's a big challenge. Man. Yeah. It really. Is. It seems, it seems like a lot of the uh, issues from your, the way you guys are working has to do with the physicality of the model. Um, like the type of product that it is. Yeah. Because if you think about it, we kind of do work remotely with our clients. Like, uh, you know, for one of our clients, like we don't really interact aside in person mm-hmm. aside from uh, even with the even with you know the, your coworker at Dell. Mm-hmm. I don't want to name anybody's names, but we probably haven't seen her in yeah yeah two years maybe. So and think... we're still able to communicate and to yeah, but we're not involved in the nuances of uh, of the process in terms of communicating with right. teams, and I think also. You know, you guys have been, I mean, you've been working and doing that work for many years now. Right, and yeah. so you kind of, it's like, it's you know, which is precisely why we use you in sure. some of those cases. I know for me, it was like, hey, Dan, I need, you know, these three things done. And you knew exactly, you right. know, you understood. And then you also knew like when to stop and ask a question right. versus just like plowing all the way sure. through, you know. Okay. And that's a relationship thing, right? Right. Because we got, this, you know, I, sometimes I would come here and sure. we would talk and we had lunch, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we're <laughs> we look at some things yeah. and we look yeah. at the models. So I'd bring models yeah. in and Good we'd look point. at the old things and we'd have this whole conversation. Yeah. And then it makes it super easy, you know. And yeah. then we learned the FIPS method on how to do the drill, <laughs> right? And then we're talking about it, right? Yeah. And so yeah. um, that that comes with just. You know, human, okay. human interaction. I think. Yeah. I think if like, if we tried to do that with somebody new, let's just say there was a design firm that just rolled up into town and we weren't going to meet them face to face and try to explain all of that via Zoom, it could probably be done. But I don't think that the the subtleties that you understand, I don't. I think it would it would be a huge ramp for them to get to that okay. level. You'd have to do something that maybe wasn't so time critical and sort of try to build that, perhaps. Right. Okay. Right. Because it's almost like you said, um, you know, companies were reluctant to to do work from home. Right. Because you kind of have to take like a leap of faith, which is what I feel like customers do with a consultancy like us. They're like. We've never seen this guys, these guys, we don't know. We're just going to give them this project, this brief, right. and hope for the best kind of... That's a good it. point. I mean, you're, you're making a solid point that it's even prior to 2020, you guys were effectively doing remote work and 
phone calls because they weren't paying for you to travel, right? Right. Maybe they were building models, and I, I'm assuming you would have a model. If you did have a model built, it would just go straight to them. You probably that's didn't get to look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's a lot of times how, yeah. how it is. Yeah, you don't get to touch the model, or they take, they'll take a picture of it, right, and then yeah. send us something on the in the photo. They'll ship us some stuff. Here yeah, every now and then they'll ship us. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think uh, it'll be interesting. I think there's some things that are going to stick. Yes. Post COVID. Yes. Um, I, I, if you were to let's put a number on it, like twenty percent and eighty percent will go back to pre-COVID workflow. I, I specific to industrial design because I uh, think every field is different. For ID, for us, I I think you're going to have. I think it's going to be a, a a hybrid work situation i think you're going to have junior designers that are going to need to come into the studio and they're going to need to kind of come side by side if they really want to learn the subtleties of the job and understand you know what's happening which is interesting because i think their work is probably most easily done from anywhere from anywhere but you're going to need that mentorship right yeah right like i have i have this intern now uh, from University of Cincinnati, and he is in, um, I think he's in Ohio. And so it. An intern, a remote intern. Yeah, a remote intern. So this is new water for me to kind yeah. of what I'm treading. And so uh, maybe we should that talk That seems a, super inconvenient. We should talk about it in about four or five months. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. <laughs> how it went. Because um, an intern, it's like, hey, I need you to run over here and go get this for me. Or and, it's a lot more of that kind of stuff. And I bet you we could probably even, you know, invite him to come and talk and just say, hey, you know, yeah, what's your, your experience been? Of a grade A to F, you know, yeah, what's yeah. your what's your grade? I mean, it, it's, it'd be pretty interesting. The hard thing that I'm finding is like, I've got to get him ramped up and I got to get him moving and I got to, I got to get work. Which takes a lot of your time, actually. Yeah, it takes a lot yeah. of my time. And so, um, and we've got a few things that, that we're, noodling on but i just don't want to have him doing busy work for the sake of like keeping him sure, sure. going because we're paying him right um, and i told him the first couple of weeks it's going to be a little bit shaky yeah. uh, but he also has his own project that he has to work on so because our interns have to do their own product they have to design their own project that they choose oh okay and yeah. so we give them that opportunity it's like a uh, two-thirds of their time is spent doing um Work for Actual. themselves, no. Work oh, for really? themselves, and the Two other, thirds? yeah, and the other third is work wow. for us, like actual whatever work that we need them to do. Interesting. So they have to develop, figure out what they want to do for their project. It's got to relate to what we do uh, as a business. So this is just sort of a blue sky. Two thirds yeah. of your time on yeah. this thing. Okay. Yeah. It could be playing a record work. It if could they, be fun. If they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, typically, the, the the students want to do something really far out yeah. give them you know they need to pick something that's like really 10 years out if they're sure. going to do something um and that's that's how that's okay. how we've been doing it. and really we do it for a couple of reasons one is that we want the intern to come and have a good experience we want them to come and get the the mentorship and kind of the understanding of like the design process at a place like dell and then um you know we want them to like it and we want them to tell their friends about it because we sure. want to have we want to have top talent, talent yeah. wanting to come and, and okay. do internships with us and you may have you know there may be an interesting concept that comes in here mm-hmm. and there out of both yeah. things so yeah and you know we've there's um well one of my staff uh is was an intern okay. so we've hired him yeah. he's great um, yeah so you get to see the talent and see, sure, you know, sure. okay, do we, you, we need a junior designer. Do, let's, let's get 
so and so they were here last internship they graduate this may let's 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 yeah. let's give them an offer okay because we know what they can do so uh yeah internships remotely that'll be interesting yeah we'll see how that pans out we'll thought we'll i'll circle back with you guys on that one yeah <laughs> so all right well i think that's been good yeah. a good discussion on remote work as it relates to industrial design yeah there's it, pros and cons it, yeah there is isn't there yeah good times all right yeah. well we'll get back together again talk some more hope everybody enjoyed it yeah all right See ya.